Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can use promo code DNVR and make your first deposit to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's only with promo code DNVR and only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, what did we do? What did we do in life to deserve being at this end? of a game like that this was a drubbing is that a good word to describe it besides embarrassing it was a drubbing wasn't it, was it? pretty rough yeah <laughs> it was uh you know it, it added insult to injury because we quite literally had a bunch of injuries during the course of a 13-0 yeah. st louis cardinals victory on thursday afternoon rockies swept by the cardinals at home, they now have a 772 winning percentage against Colorado since their stadium opened in 2006. Twelfth straight loss in St. Louis. They haven't won since August of 2018, back when a certain Nolan Arenado was on the other side. He was wearing purple. Rockies fall. What is what are the Rockies' record? I know they have 51 wins. This is actually a really big milestone day. It's the day of the 69th loss. The Rockies are 51 and 69. They are 18 games under 500, 32 games out of first place, 15 games back from the wild card. And I am, uh, these are, these are rough numbers, but yes, the only nice thing we can get out of this is that is it is the 69th loss of the season. In a weird way. I almost just want them to lose their next game so we can move past this figure. But uh, if they, if they go on a rocktober 2007 type run and they, you know, somehow can get back to 500 without losing a game when 18 in a row, well, we'll have a lot of fun with that. We'll have a lot of fun with our graphics department. Uh, no two ways about it. But you're saying there's a chance. Only 32 games back of first place. Oh What's? I think we are, we need to know. Somebody somebody was uh, talking with me about this in the last homestand, saying like, "Hey, what's uh, when are we going to start seeing like magic numbers? We really don't see them until Ooh. September. I feel like yeah. it might even be like this at first second week in September. It's really not that early because you know." 20 games sounds like a lot. So it's like, ah, you know, a lot can happen, but that's really 10 losses or 10 wins. So they don't really, it doesn't really mean much until a certain point. So I'm not sure when we're going to see it, but it would really be interesting to know how low the Rockies magic number is uh, with for the NOS with the Dodgers. We got to figure that out some somehow. We may need to employ a, a statistically uh, advanced person to figure that out. Probably not too hard. Yeah, is that that's not something you can do, Patrick? Are you talking about yourself? I I might be able to. Uh, I need to get some paper here. I might need to make a spreadsheet. Might need to make a might. spreadsheet. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, the Dodgers already have 81 wins, so they've already ensured that they're not going to have a losing season. Must yeah, nice. that happened last night, so good for them. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, with this loss, uh, at the time of recording, Rockies have the 12th best record in the National League. 12 being in 12th isn't always that bad, but when there's only 15 teams in your league, not so great. Uh, tied for the fourth worst record with the Cubs in the National League. We'll see what they end up doing on Thursday. But this was this was like a I can't say this is like a low point in the franchise history because again, there's still I think a lot of hope with the you know some of the minor league prospects and 
Uh, we think, you know, we know the team is banged up. It's again, it's you know, in St. Louis against Arenado. Pujols doing some big things. The two injuries and the fact that it was, you know, the score just kept getting higher and higher. I think there was somebody out there with spray paint on the manual out-of-town scoreboard. I don't think St. Louis has one. But if they did, they're like, we need new templates. We don't have numbers that go up this high. 13 to nothing. It was bad. Four hits. That's it. No Rocky reached second base, right? And it ends on a double play. Really so I guess bad. The, I guess the double streak is officially dead. I think so. You know yeah. what? What a great... What a great stat that was that we really held near and dear. The double streak. Yeah, they, they were. And we couldn't even get a, a Bernie double. We couldn't even get a Bernard double. He did get a hit in the ninth inning, which was mm-hmm. nice to see him come through there. And you go, well, he's definitely going to steal second base. Doesn't happen. Uh, inning, a game-ending double play, which, which was unfortunate. You know, we did see we did see some vintage things. But kind of going back to like, hey, how bad is this? You had a guy like Albert Pujols who already has close to 700 home runs in his career and yet still does something he has never done before. Yeah. First of all, first of all, Albert, how dare you? Why? How could you be so rude to us? We're guests. We were so nice to you when you came over last week. We gave you presents. What's going on here? Great point. Now, uh, again, are we, I'm not a conspiracy theorist theorist at heart, but I got to throw it out there. Did Pujols put that item in his bag? Like, was it big enough? Or did he say, thank you, Rockies. Can you go ahead and ship this to me in St. Louis? Maybe he actually hasn't received it in the mail. And maybe he's a little bit grumbled because of that. I don't know. That is just... well. I'm speculating here. That's like way speculating. He could have just brought it on the plane with him. Like, and there you go. Easy peasy. True. Yeah, we we don't follow any uh, airline accounts about what items are left behind on the plane, but that certainly would be one that we would uh, we would follow. But what we are alluding to is a spot. Man, it was it was uh, all a blur. I think it was the third inning. It was. It was the third inning. Already six nothing. Already six nothing at that point. Now uh, to set the scene, Antonio Senzatella was removed from the game in the second inning. He had to be helped off after covering first base. Something with his left knee, couldn't walk on it at all. You know, it was flanked on both sides. So that was unfortunate. So um, definitely he's not going to be, you have to think he's definitely not going to be making his next start. So that could be Austin Gomber. We'll see what happens with Chad Cool, who uh, is reported to, to possibly go out on a minor league rehab assignment here really soon. But Gomber's the guy. He comes in, you know, it's, it's, he's coming in at pro at nothing. He wasn't even, he might have been thinking like, all right, I might need to get ready. But just like that, he was in the game. So he got himself ready. Bases you can, loaded. There's no oh, way you can be oh, ready before that injury happens. I mean, that all just no. happens so fast. Like, no. and you might think you're ready, but like, I mean, he had no time to really get ready. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, Sensatella, you know, didn't have it. He was giving up these singles here left and right. But you go, look, you need length out of Sensatella. He can figure it out and still end up going five. And so maybe in the second inning in that spot, you're thinking ahead of time, all right, this could be a day for me, but I think Gomber and the long relievers on the Rockies, they've had a lot of those kind of games where you go, yeah. all right, I'm going to think about warming up. But you're right. He hadn't even gotten there yet. Comes in so the game. So early. My gosh. And and uh, some cojones there on Ali Marmol because he lifts his designated hitter <laughs> for Pujols and says, hey, we've got an opportunity, left-handed pitcher 
on the mound, doesn't have control. If he throws one right over the heart of the plate, I've got a guy with 689 career home runs on my bench. I might as well deploy him. And so with that six yeah. lead in the first, Pujols, second pitch, monstrous. What was your thoughts on that? Were you distraught for Gomber? Were you pissed off? Were you like, <laughs> that's kind of a cool moment for Pujols? I mean, I was just, I was absolutely shocked, but I was like, I can't, I, I was shocked for the Rockies. I'm like, of course, one more thing. All of a sudden it goes from, you know, six, nothing to 10, nothing. But then at the same time, I'm like, how wild is it that pools is still doing new things and he has been playing forever. So kind of cool. It was cool to witness, but at the same time, I wish it didn't happen against the team that we are covering. I was watching with my father, and he was he was pumped from the historic perspective of yeah. it, just saying like, "Hey, man, he 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 laid it out exactly as the script you know says he probably should have." So so he was excited for it, and so I thought that was uh, interesting to say the least. At that point, it seemed like the game was already over. So sixteenth yeah. career pinch hit homer. First career pinch hit home run, uh, or actually, excuse me, not his 16th pinch hit home run, his 16th grand slam. And now at 690, he's only 10 away from 700. I did not think he would get there. He had a two game, uh, two home run game last week. There's a chance he could reach 700. Do you think if for some reason he gets to like 699 at the end of the season? No. W- what what he just leave it there like yeah. uh, it would drive me nuts yes if i was right he there <laughs> he he would yeah like that's that's the thing is that he's not he's not necessarily playing the season for 700 he's enjoying it that's just a number there's a million other numbers too and there's a million other aspects of his life like when you define your life as an athlete you you know, again, I, I I can't necessarily speak to it exactly, but I think yeah. you understand the idea that you're not defining your life just by a round number, like 700. You define it by like your relationships and your family. And, you know, Pujols is ready to to move on, but you're right. If he has like 699, you go, man, is could you just like show up to like a spring training game just to hit one? It's not going to count, but you could like pretend in a weird way. No, you can't know. pretend. You got to be like, can we go day to day on this? <laughs> can yeah. I just stick around until I hit 700 and then I'm going to enjoy my retirement? And I'm going to balance. Yes. Todd points out in our wonderful chat again, even if you happen to be listening to this as a podcast, head on over to the DNVR sports channel on YouTube, uh, jump into those comments, make some new friends uh, that are all part of the DNVR community. Todd says, yeah, he said he's going to leave though. It's, it's his time. And so uh, it's just, just amazing. Again, first ever career pinch hit grand slam. But Sensatella, you got to hope he's he's okay. I mean, yeah, that was sure. uh, really scary. You know, he was laying down on his back. We saw Jose Urania yeah. do that at one point this year uh, after a fairly athletic but awkward play. That was more of a, ooh, didn't expect that to happen. Got up that, right away. That was like a little, there was a little bumper cars out there. Yeah, that. That was uh that was on the blooper reel, I think. Uh yeah. For 2022. Uh one of the many. I, I don't know. There could be a supercut of blooper reels uh for for this season, but is uh, ATT Sportsnet putting together a blooper reel of the season? You know they should, they right? Should. They they could they have a little mini documentary about all the wackiest plays. But you could also, you know, there are some plays that we wouldn't define as bloopers, but you would define them as kind of those funny moments. You know, throw Randall Gritchick out there pitching. Like that's that, that was awesome, on the list. and that it was, was awesome. hilarious. 
Yeah. So like laughable moments or exciting moments, you can throw it on there. So you get the Gritchick robbing a home run, uh, Sam Hilliard robbing a home run more recently in San Diego. Um, so yeah, you gotta, there's gotta take the highs with the lows, take the good with the bad. So be it. Um, but at t sports we'll see. I, I have a connection over there. I may have to inquire <laughs> to see Do if it, you really, <laughs> I know people pr- pretty, pretty high up literally and figuratively, you know, because of where their press box is. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, look, you can be pretty high up on the food chain as a member of DNVR. Look, go to the DNVR.com, sign up for only 50 cents for your first month, and you can jump into our members-only Discord and rub elbows with not just everyone in our community, but all of our personalities, talking about, yes, the sports, talking about all the great coverage that the Broncos guys are doing, Nuggets, Avs, Rockies, Rapids, Golf, Rams, Buffs, you name it. We've got all that, but you can also talk about some of the things like skiing and snowboarding. That's going to be here before you know it. And people have got some free lift tickets, all kinds of different things going on in our community. And you get that with your membership to the DNVR.com. And if you want an annual membership, you do get a free shirt from DNVRlocker.com. Not to mention some really cool price breaks on the tailgates that we have. This weekend, they're going to Buffalo, so we uh, we won't be down at Mile High. I'm sure there's probably a couple crazy folks that do go down there to tailgate on I'm game sure. days. Do you know of this to be true? Or you're just thinking, hey, that, that does make I'm sense. Just, I kind of hope there are. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That that that's like maybe the next phase, the uh, the underground tailgate. You know, we hey, get one of those started in the in the Discord, uh, the underground tailgate. But yeah. you get price with, uh, you get price breaks on that when we're back for all of our tailgates. And look, you get a price break uh, when you go to Lightshade and you mention code DNVR. Now go in. Look, you can order online. They've got a great website um, that you can check out. Get your cannabis concentrates, top shelf flowers, edibles, tinctures, accessories, more. You name it. But when you go in in person, they are going to hook you up to make sure you get the right product. Their, their bud tenders are the best around. Look, I've said it before. When I get my coffee, I like to ask the baristas what's best. What are they known for? What are the beans like? Same thing goes down at Lightshade. So they will make sure they give you the best possible match for whatever it is that you are looking for at Lightshade. 11 Colorado or Denver area locations. Mention code DNVR for 25% off all non-sale items. And for $10 off your first three months of Ivaca TV, use code Colorado10. Head over to Ivaca.tv slash DNVR where, yeah, you can get the Rockies and Rapids. You can also get other altitude sports teams like Nuggets and Avalanche. And yeah, you can also get us on your TV. And you get CSU Rams. Their season's about to start up. Justin Michael, great coverage over there. You get all that one package. Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Use code Colorado10. Sounds good. Love Avaca TV. People usually pay extra for their Suzy Hunter access. Now we're giving people price breaks. So that's pretty good. We're very generous. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm feeling feeling very humbled right now. No, I'm just very generous. Thank you for pointing that out. I'm you know what? I this is just where my head is going. So I feel like I'm I don't I don't think I'm putting you on blast by asking this. Okay. But I've heard some rumors about cameo. What is there a chance? <laughs> or or is this no, a no actually, comment? I'm no, I'm supposed to be on it. All I have to do is film a, an intro video and then I'm and then I'm on it. So I need to take care of that. Maybe I'll take care of it at the park sometime this weekend. But yeah, oh. no, I'm I will be on Cameo soon. They reached out and asked me. And how can I say no? Excellent. Yeah, no, I've been rejecting them for gosh, I can't even 
let's see, when they launched, I can remember going, what is this? And like a week later, they were reaching out. I'm like, guys, no. So I'm holding out. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm glad that we at least have one person as part of our representation. Now, nobody, yeah. wants, to, nobody wants to hear from me, Susie. So don't. <laughs> I will not encroach. You can represent all of us and just send the wow. other 50% of the check from DNVR Rockies my way. You know how it typically would go. You know, I would return the favor. We'll talk about this off there. It's fine. We will. We will. But thank you, Patrick, for just being so, so kind and understanding. Hey, always. man, people, people got to know, like hit you up for that. Uh, Charlie Blackman uh, got hit up a little bit, maybe a hamstring injury. He exited early, like right before Senzatella was gone. So that was, again, another one of those injuries to add to insult uh, yeah. at a point in which man, this game just felt like it was over before it even started. The one thing I'm, I'm yeah. maybe hoping for, and you never want to, you know, kind of hope on an injury or anything like that. But if Charlie does need a, a quick little IL stint, uh, stint or something, maybe our guy Sean Bouchard will continue to get the DNVR Rockies podcast bump. Yeah, exactly. That would that be happens. nice. Um, yeah, exactly. If Charlie has to go on the IL, it would be nice to see our, our old friend again. Yeah. Adam Wainwright, not a friend necessarily, especially since he uh, pitches incredibly well against the Rockies. <laughs> Uh, he, I think he's going to come up short on 200 career wins. Now, do we know if this is his last season? He hasn't said it, but I kind of have a feeling like it might be. I feel like I've heard rumblings, yeah. especially when the Cardinals were just in town. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, 200 is now like 300 wins. So uh, we'll kind of wait and see what happens. But he, you know, he might not want to continue to play without his buddy Yadier Molina. 320 uh-huh. starts together. Second most all time. They are going to beat that record because it is uh, set by the Detroit Tigers battery of Mickey Lilich and Bill Freehand, both kind of fringy Hall of Fame type players. I think Bill Freehand has a better case. Uh, not a lot of mm-hmm. catchers in the Hall of Fame, but that kind of lets you know that, all right, two fringy Hall of Fame guys, maybe one of them gets in at some point. Wainwright and Yadier Molina, you know, Molina is going to get in. Wainwright is kind of fringy. We'll wait and see what happens, but they're going to set that record. And that's, that's pretty wild to think in an age in which guys really throw 32, 33 starts a season versus closer to 40, like back in the sixties. It's wild. It is pretty crazy. We did get to see some vintage Molina today. True. Some caught stealing. Caught McMahon. Yeah. Right at McMahon, As if the know, Rockies he's... couldn't catch, the Rockies really could not catch any breaks. They could get caught stealing. That was the closest they came to touching second base. I mean, technically McMahon <laughs> touched it, but not safely. Like again, that that's where this game was at. Like they they literally had to try to steal second base to get it because they had no other means to get to second base. That's brutal. That's where we're at. Look, Wednesday wasn't as bad. We want to kind of dip our toe in that water. It was only a five to one loss. Herman Marquez did have a uh, quality start, six innings pitched, three runs. You know, again, in theory, you say you're keeping your team in the ball game. Bullpen didn't really help out. Jake Bird, Justin Lawrence, each charged with a run. So that game was a little closer, but uh, that one still didn't feel like one that the Rockies really had any mojo in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just um, reading Todd's comment. About I I think he's talking about Adam Wainwright whether or not he's um, retiring or not. But he said that when he does, he's getting a dog. So that's really exciting. All right, breaking. He's getting breaking a dog. news. Adam Wainwright is gonna get a dog. 
when he retires, when he has a little more free time, as someone who also spends a lot of time at a ballpark, I get it. I get allegedly. it. Allegedly. You need to say allegedly here, Susie. Come on. Well, allegedly. Listen, like, we, we're obviously. Okay. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> but I do hope he gets a dog. Thank you, Todd. So. Our source. Our number one source. <laughs> yeah. McMahon bounced back a little bit. Uh, he, he did have a hit. I think that's how he got in first. It's hard to keep track of all four of those hits by the Rockies. No, I think he did. Uh, he struck out four times on Tuesday after an off, or rather four times on Wednesday after an off day on Tuesday. Connor Joe also had three strikeouts. So Rockies very glad to get out of St. Louis where they just, they just don't play well. They, they had one lead and I don't even know how long they had the lead for. I mean, you could maybe go by minutes. Like maybe it was like six minutes. They had a lead. Maybe mm-hmm. it was like one out, two outs, right? Uh, when they went ahead in the top of the seventh inning and you go, whoa, all right, they might be able to get one. They, they gave that back right away and it was tied 4-4. Other than that, man, it was all Cardinals all throughout mm-hmm. the season. They're kind of- It's like the Rockies weren't even there. It's like we weren't even a part of this game. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. I think, and I, I didn't see too much of this on Twitter, but folks may be saying like, oh, you know, how can you let Gomer pitch to Pujols, you know, left on right, like bring a righty in out of the pen in a spot like that. Um, Gomer, you know, back in St. Louis, Hey, the emotions getting to, no, they're the, those, those are kind of emotions and things like that really aren't as big of a factor as, uh, you know, we tend to kind of make it out to be, but bottom line is going back to with Sensatella being hurt, you know, Gomber will probably take mm-hmm. that spot in the rotation. You got to stretch him out. So you just need innings at that point. Yeah. You don't want to give up and say, Oh, it's six, nothing in the third inning. Let's give up. No, but at the same time you recognize, Look, you, you gotta you gotta live to fight another day. So let's see if we can stretch Gomber out. He did have a, a a quick inning, a scoreless inning there at, at one point. But uh, you know, again, there's not really many better options. You're down six nothing at that point. Let, give give Gomber the opportunity to get through that moment. He didn't. Gave up the grand slam. So be it. Yes. All right. So speaking of the injuries, I'm seeing um, what. Bud Black has been saying to reporters out in St. Louis, apparently Blackman is day-to-day with his hamstring injury, um, and Sensatella is getting an MRI on Friday. So we will see what happens and what the extent of that injury is. Injuries are kind of piling up here for the Rockies right now. A little I, bit, yeah. I thought in the in the first part of the year, even, even in April, outside of Chris Bryant, which was the biggest one we know, you know, mm-hmm. they, their health of their pitchers was pretty solid. And even, you know, when they did have a, a guy go on the IL, it was, you know, close to the 15 day um, or, or, or 10 day really um, for some of the position players. And so they were kind of bouncing back and they were pretty lucky. Again, you look around the league, a lot of guys are, are, are getting hurt. And you know, I don't know how much of that still has to do with the lingering effects of the 60 game season in 2020, but the Rockies had been lucky. Now it's kind of catching up to them. The one thing that we haven't seen yet, and I feel like August is that time. Usually it's smack dab in the middle of August, sometimes early August, maybe even late July, cramping. Guys mm-hmm. come out of the game like, what, what's going on? He was grimacing and you just general cramping. We actually haven't had that this year, which means to say in this five game series coming up, at least two players are going to leave because of cramping. No, no, no. It's not going to happen because they are drinking that Powerade. And we see the flavors that go in that looks like good Powerade. I know that they're keeping their electrolytes up. Yeah, the more it looks like mouthwash, the better it tastes. Yeah, honestly, that is not a bad assessment of the Powerade situation in the dugout. I usually stayed away from the Powerade. I don't know why. I was like, oh, that's that's for the players. I, I, I have some of the gum. 
but that yeah. feels a little different. But the Powerade, I've been dabbling a little bit, tasting it, because now everyone passes it around the cups and you know they make their comments. A great comment here by uh, Denver Rockies. Uh, new, <laughs> new to the chat there. Pickle juice, low key. This, this is from our producer, Marissa, because she knows she's an athlete. I do drink pickle juice. I will straight up uh, after pickle a long run, good. just drink it raw as is. That's what was used before Gatorade was invented. So bottom line, I love it. it's a great, into it. A great juice. Uh, it's not a sauce. It's a juice. Hey, look, speaking of sauces, we got to forget. We got, we got to sell it. We got to do a little celebrating. So, okay. Um, I know we didn't, we didn't talk about too many positive things as far as the Rockies go. And you know, when you get swept like this, there isn't a lot of positive, but we still need to have our DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game. That so is we have right. One. We have one. It's oh my man. gosh, this graph. Okay, so apparently, whenever there's a promotion with a with a local chicken place in St. Louis, that whenever Pujols hits a home run, one fan will win that number of chicken nuggets. So uh, some lucky fan, because Pools wasn't even in the lineup today originally, but since he got that 690th home run, someone left the game with 690 chicken nuggets. That's, Look at that's that. pretty cool. And, and again, potentially 690 dipping sauces, because yes. that usually comes with. Asterisk. There's an. I noticed there is an asterisk next to the 690 dipping sauces. I don't know if we'll ever be able to. You confirm. gotta be. You gotta be careful with sauces. You know. You gotta be careful for PEDs for unapproved substances. Gotta that's be true. careful. Always that, disclose your sauces. Point. Yeah, and again, you, if you've got tennis elbow or wrist injuries, you know all of those dips from the 690. Uh, that's wild. It's funny when I when when we were making the graphic, we'll pull the curtain back for Nugget Man. I just meant the guy who won the nugget competition. And again, great job by production. They go, Oh, I see. Let's get you know, weird with super, it. You know, yeah, a superhero who goes by nugget man, who is a nugget. All right, let's do it. So there's you go. There's uh there's our DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game. The king nugget of the man. game can only, the true only winner is the guy who won 690 chicken nuggets. Congratulations. Damn. And look, you are going to be a winner if you head on down to infinity park. <laughs> at Glendale because the 10th annual Rugby Town Sevens tournament is going on. Well, this weekend, it starts Friday through Sunday, August 21st. Man, they've got some exciting, affordable, action-packed weekend of fun for the whole family. Yeah, rugby. Like, we're talking folks that are potentially going to represent the U.S. and maybe some other nations in the Olympics, various uh, World Cups. I imagine rugby also has World Cups. Look, I don't know everything about it. That's one of the reasons why I listen religiously to Colton Strickler on the weekly DNVR Rugby podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And look, for tickets and information, visit RugbyTown7s.com. They've got a free arcade. Grab some food at various food trucks. And of course, watch 20 rugby teams from all over the world compete to take home a prize of $10,000. Again, RugbyTown7s.com. Have you been to Infinity Park yet, Susie? I have not been yet. The pictures I've seen are like bonkers. Great. Bonkers. Like I was, I was, I was really uh, jacked to go down there in 2020 and then a little thing of COVID happened, but uh, I might, I might need to swing by this weekend. Can we multitask? Can we go to rugby and baseball the same day? Like that's a good, that would be an interesting doubleheader. I think you can make it happen on Saturday. 
Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> but I said both. I said you got to be able to do them, them both. Speaking about doing something, maybe for the first time, Randall Gritchick returned to St. Louis, first time since being traded in 2017. Like he had just played them for the first time in general, and then got the mm-hmm. got the double dip. So you, you like that he got to do it in Colorado. So then we had a, we had two firsts in that way, but returned back uh, since uh, first time since 2017. Uh, and in 2017 was when he actually, as a member of the Cardinals, played in that first Little League Classic. I think that's coming up on Sunday night. Uh, and I bring that mm-hmm. up because we just had an article that went up on the DNVR.com all about Randall Gritchick and the fact that, you know, it, it's it's kind of there in the, in the headlines. I won't spoil too much about it. Randall Gritchick went to the Little League World Series twice. Yeah. Back-to-back years. Uh- that, and that's really cool. And there are not a lot of major leaguers who were in the Little League World Series who are playing, especially today. So um, I think it's so cool that you got to talk to him about it. Uh, it's such a good article. So I hope everyone hope everyone reads it. I was really amped when I when I spoke to him just to to get again get that opportunity and uh, and get it done before they went out on the road. But then also in the Diamondbacks clubhouse, you had Cooper Hummel who also played in the Little League World Series. So under the same roof at Coors Field, we had two of the only 64 people who have ever done Little League World Series and played in Major League Baseball. Rockies have had a couple of those guys in their past. You got to check the article out to see about that. Who's played in the Little League World Series and the real MLB World Series, all those kind of things. Like they, both uh, Cooper and Randall, they had uh, a lot of really cool and, and interesting things uh, to say about it. Are you uh, are you a fan of the Little League, Little League World Series? Steve? Oh, my gosh, of course. I mean, first of all, it's so cool to see, you know, kids who are so good at this game just absolutely crushing it. Plus, I think they do such a good job with the coverage now, you know, getting all different kinds of, you know, they get, you know, oh, what's your favorite band? What's your favorite food? What's your dream job? And you always get just off-the-wall answers because kids are chaotic, and I love that about them. Yeah, it it's it's amazing. I still love it. I, I've been surprised a little bit lately. There's been a couple folks I, I've been hearing throwing shade at, like I don't like it. It's weird or something. I, uh, maybe I get it. I don't think so. But uh, no, it's it's great, man. It's it's baseball in its purest form. So uh, I am always very much excited uh, when it. Well, we'll talk more about that next week as that yeah. uh, as that starts to heat up. Uh, El here's Montero. He's cooled down conversely, but this was also his first time in St. Louis since being traded. I doubt he has ever been to St. Louis before. We'll have to catch up with him this weekend. You know, he, you know, he was put on the 40 man, but uh, I don't know if there would have necessarily been any reason for him to have gone to Bush stadium. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if, if you don't get called up, unless you were like drafted, you know, like we have with the Rockies, they had eight of their draft picks yeah. show up, but he was an international free agent. So slightly different situation mm-hmm. played nearby in Peoria in the Midwest league. Uh, back in 2018 when he was the Midwest League MVP. But on your off day, you're not going to go to a baseball game like two hours away. You're like, oh, it's a big league game. If you lived in Peoria, you might drive two hours to go to a game. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing it, like you just need a day off. So I, I think that's – I feel fairly confident. What do you, what, what would you put the over-under on that that uh, was Montero's first I don't know. See, like, you know, young people have so much energy. Maybe there was a time when he's like, you know what? I'm going to make my way to St. Louis and just see uh, see what the future looks like for me. Okay. All right. So we'll have to find out if maybe Montero is, is somewhat of like a backpacker or see hitchhiking across the U.S. I, that could be a graphic worthy <laughs> picture of Montero. I would love that. Yes. I, we got to ask him. This 
second we see him because I'm I'm very curious to know now. Oh yeah. Hey, quick tip of the cap because uh, we we definitely deserve to have some fun here uh, after the the entire week, the entire series in general. Tip of the cap to Yankee Fernandez, one of the Rockies' top prospects, California League Player of the Week for last week. They made that announcement on Monday. Three homers, three doubles, ten RBI, six came in one game alone. He's got thirty-one doubles uh, at the end of uh, the weekend. He's in line to be one of the Grizzlies' all-time doubles leaders. Uh, he's playing really well, and he's been jumping up uh, that leaderboard. A couple new top thirty lists out there. That again, we'll we'll get to all that. But you like what's happening down there in Fresno, and uh, congrats to Yankee Fernandez. Yeah, you know what? Um, another shout out to Brendan Gold, Pacific League Pitcher of the Week. Nice. So he tossed six scoreless frames the other day, like just two hits, no walks. But he did that right after recording that video we've all seen of Witten Bernard FaceTiming his mom to give her the big news that he was being called up. So just right before that game. I mean, you know, pitchers like to prepare, get into the zone before a game. No, no, no. He's like, I'm going to be a part of this moment. He recorded that video and then goes out and does that. And now he is the PCL pitcher of the week. Let's go. Uh, now we've got business with Winton again to talk to him and say, hey, you know, did you give some love to your boy Brandon? And okay, yeah, like like that uh, that that's going on. Very rare to, to think about an isotopes pitcher winning pitcher of the week because they, they basically play on the moon out there in Albuquerque. So. Yep. Uh, we know that, it. that makes sense. And, and shout out to Frank Duncan too. Cause he was the last one who won it. I really thought Frank Duncan was going to get a debut. He was my Winton Bernard for last year. Oh. Didn't happen, <laughs> but my Winton Bernard this year, Winton Bernard. So, you know what? I'll take it. One out of two, one out of two. Let's have <laughs> some fun here. Let's have some fun. Hold on. I'm going to call first COVID. I don't know, but are we ready for some gossip, Patrick? Is that what you're getting at? Oh, that's what we're doing. Okay. Gossip can be fun. You're going to make it fun. I hope it's fun. It's not. Nasty I am going to make it fun, oh. but yeah, let's, let's see the gossip. I wish we had theme music for it. We need to work on that. All right. So the premise of gossip, I'm going to tell you something that I heard and Patrick, you're going to tell me if it's true, if it's not true, or if it's like kind of true. So I'm going to start mm. off. We got to address some bad behavior across the league. Amir oh, Garrett. Yeah. Amir <laughs> Garrett. Was he suspended for three games for throwing a drink at a fan? So I know how this game works. You make something up or you take something and you inject it with some PEDs to make it sound <laughs> even more exaggerated than it is. A player threw a drink at a fan and was suspended for it. There's no way that could have possibly happened. Are you being serious right now, Patrick? No, we're doing a bit. That literal <laughs> exact thing happened. Yes. That literally that happened. That exactly happened. It's totally true. <laughs> you didn't tweak but, anything to make it like no, you know, a little bit more. No, honestly, it's just Boom. so it's so ridiculous. Yes. There's there's nothing to tweak. And I feel like we've had a lot of stories in the past couple of weeks that are just so ridiculous. Like you, the, the truth is more interesting than anything I could possibly make up, yep. but to his credit, he did apologize. And he also reportedly, he said that he sent a Jersey to that fan 
and his son. So he is working to make amends. He got caught up in that moment, but he's still very upset with himself over that suspension. But the Three guy's, games. the person's shirt is still stained. So it's like, here's a replacement. But what if the guy's coming from work and he's wearing a really nice, you know, Stafford? Well, you know, you know, we got a video of it. Right? So let's let's get that tweet up. Oh, we've got video of the, the drink toss? Yeah. The video is not playing right now for some reason. I'll, we'll go around again and see if I can get it to work right before the, okay. right before the segment's over. Sorry. You bro. know what? After, after we praised how good the Powerade is in Coors Field, um, I'm glad. I, I don't know that I want to see that. I don't want to see a waste of Powerade. So you know what? In a weird way, I'm kind of happy. But if we do end up seeing it, I'll be happy for that too. All right. <laughs> Sounds good, Patrick. All right, let's let's address some more bad behavior, shall we? Oh, I was wondering if you here had good news for us. All right, Rodolfo Castro suspended and fined for bringing his phone out on the field. Patrick, is that true? Hmm. Let's see. Again, I I know the truth to it, but again, it's so interesting how on back-to-back pieces of gossip, you don't have to change one detail. And it's just freaking true. What the hell's going on with this guy? It is a hundred percent true. So it slid out of his pocket. We've got a picture. There it is. Slid out of his pocket when he was sliding into third in the fourth inning of this game. So I don't know how he got all the way to third base, all the way to the fourth inning without realizing his phone is in his pocket, but that is a big no, no. You could not have technology like that on your person during a major league baseball game. So even though it's kind of a fun Gen Z story, have to have your cell phone. Unfortunately, he's been suspended and fined. Now there's, well, I was going to say on the bases, it wouldn't necessarily benefit him to receive any kind of messages. Cause I'm thinking like, how could you actually use a cell phone to your advantage in when you're on the field? If it was in your back pocket and pitches were coming, like if you get somehow get a text or some kind of notification, right? You get a little you get a little buzz in the old butt cheek and you know, all right, that's going to be an off-speed pitch. And so you could use it. But yeah, I think it was an honest mistake. But yeah. even still, how did you like not? How did he that? just, how is he sitting yeah. in the dugout with that big phone in his pocket? Like uh, it's just, it, it baffles me that it went on for this long. Yeah. And that he made it all the way out there. But yeah, you gotta, I guess you have to make sure everyone knows that he's been made an example of. Everyone's got to know. You got to check your pockets before you head into a game. And I think, and, and that gives you an idea that Rudolfo wasn't having like a great game because you didn't get that patented like whack on the butt by his teammates. Like, <laughs> hey, great job. Because then he'd be like, oh no, I took my otter case off. And like, you know, he's got glass shards in his back pocket. Unless they hit the other cheek. Unless they hit the other cheek. The entire team said, let's all slap just his right cheek. Hey, it depends on what angle he's coming at, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on. You're trying. You're trying. I like it. Let's move on. Um, (laughs) All right. We've got another piece of gossip, Patrick. Keith Hernandez, has he finally given the Phillies his blessing? Has he gotten over the things that he said? Because remember, just a couple of weeks ago, said that he didn't even want to broadcast Phillies games because their their defense was bad, their fundies were bad. But he's finally given the Phillies their blessing. Patrick, is that true? No, 
no way he would have backtracked on that, especially if, if we're talking about a rival like that. There's no way that he literally himself would have done that. But I do know that folks on the East Coast, they're having a lot of fun with this, as they should be. Yes. All right. So you are correct. He absolutely did not. But NBC <laughs> Sports Philly is too legit to quit the bit. They made a new graphic for whenever the Phillies make a great defensive play. Keith Hernandez approved. That's fantastic. Like That's that, very funny. You, It's not a great graphic in general. And here's what I mean by, by saying it's not a great graphic. It isn't one I would want to wear on a shirt or a cap. But if you made a couple tweaks on that, you're going to be moving some units, right? On the on the P and the PLLY, right? I, I, can we confirm? Can we announce that big launch in Pennsylvania <laughs> that we're going to have PLLY? Uh, because PLLY would do some serious units uh, of that approved ribbon and that approved stamp. That would be very much fun. I, I thought that was creative. I'm, I'm glad yeah. they're having fun. Those are playing a little bit better now too. They, you know what they are. They're, they're doing what the Phillies do best. They keep you on their toes, but overall, they're having a pretty fun season. So I'm excited to see what happens. Um, oh, okay. So we've got one more piece of gossip. Patrick, mm. an 11-year-old kid ran onto the field at Guaranteed Rate Park and got tackled by security. Patrick, is that true? I hope not. Now, I have not heard anything about this. I think there was an incident in Arizona where two fans ran out for like six minutes and the security could not get them. It was like embarrassing and they, they eventually did give up. But yeah, I feel like we've had a lot less uh, run-ons on the field. Either that or, you know, uh, media is doing a better job of, of keeping them kind of under wraps because – that normally happens, right? In a game, you you they don't, you don't, they don't know show that. them. They right. won't show. No right. broadcast will show a person on the field because they don't want to encourage people. They don't want to encourage kids. But right. social media exists. So how useful is that? If a kid's seeing it on social media and not on TV, they're still learning about all of the attention that you get anyway. Yeah. Social um, media is the cause of all of our nation's problems. Kids are running out into the field. They're taking bats to light bulbs inside of their dugouts. We've got to bring an end to this Twitter <laughs> business, Susie. You've you've made me see the light. But please tell me that there's somehow barely a grain of truth. An 11 year old was tackled on the field. So no, um, a kid really did run onto an 11 year old boy. Really did run onto the field. He was not tackled. He was gently escorted off the field, but not before getting a hug from center fielder, Adam Engel. He interacted with him. So like also Engel, like did not know what to do in this situation. He's like, I guess I'll hug you real fast. But then like, let's that by that time security was there to escort them up. But yeah, the, we've got a video of that. Yeah. Here, can we see that one too? Or are any of these playing? Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's that He's almost encouraging people like, yep. If you can make it all the way out to center field, you get a hug, like you can't, can't do you that. You can't encourage, you can't encourage it like that. But yeah, you could see him kind of hyping up the crowd. He was into it. He was eating up his moment. Um, but yeah, listen, whatever you can do to wake up Tony Larusa, you just gotta go out there and do it. Oh, oh, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting word in my ear here that we've got one more piece of gossip. It's for you, Susie. So, for Susie, me. Uh, yes. <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear? 
Tony Larusa is now taking his coaching advice from fans behind home plate. Did you I hear very this? much did hear this. <laughs> oh, I don't think yes. he'll admit it, but it certainly looks like he was taking advice. Taking that video was real advice. He was actually asked about it. Tony was actually asked about it. And he said, look, I was talking with my bench coach and a couple guys. We were like wrapping up the conversation. Like the game was like going on. It was moving forward without them. And they were just taking forever to, to talk. <laughs> and then there was one. He wasn't a belligerent fan, but he was a very loud fan saying, put angle, put an angle in the pinch run. He just got a hug from the kid. He's got superpowers. Put him in the game. And then Tony like calls time and, and jumps out there. And he legit made the substitution after the fan said it. Coincidence, maybe. But also at the same time, I, I almost maybe hope not. Like, because it was such an obvious move to have made at the time. That yeah, I don't know. It's a bad precedent. You don't necessarily want to be, always be listening to, to the loudest fan. But you know what? You also can't change your game plan just because a fan told you. To, if a fan tells you to do something, you're like, oh, no, but I was already going to do that. You can't, like, not do it just because someone else said to. So it's like a no-win situation for him. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is since since you can't do what the fan's saying – uh, you, you almost have to do the opposite. If you want a pitcher taken out of the game, you need to like sh- shout, leave him in, leave him in. And the manager has got to say, actually, I know a lot about baseball, not you fans. It's reverse psychology, Patrick. That's it. And again, that, this is this is part of the groundswell of the DNVR community. You get all that going in, in the discord. I don't think the scoreboard would get behind that and they would like have the alternative cheer because then Buddy could shut that down and say, Hey, no, I know what you're doing. I know what's happening here. It has to be more organic for this to work under Susie Psychology. New segment. <laughs> that could be a new segment right there. Susie Psychology. I wear the glasses, so I look smart enough for it today. Could be. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Uh, Shohei Otani, I, I want to give him a tip of the cap. Oh, yeah. He had a fantastic game on Wednesday. And and there's a reason I'm bringing this up specifically. He tripled in back-to-back games, but he was four for five, triple homer, four RBI. Only 19,000 folks were there to see that game. It was a day game, but it's Anaheim. So, I mean, it's L.A., mm-hmm. 19,000 people. The best years of this guy's career are being wasted. It's sad. You know what? That is, it just, God, it bums me out. I mean, there's just so much talent in parts of that team, and you just hate to see it just unappreciated and – it, it, I'm speechless about it. I'm honestly speechless about it because yeah. I love Otani. Everyone loves Otani. I want him to win every World Series ever, but I, I'm speechless. I'm speechless, Patrick. That this is a rarity. I think we, I think we've got our clip of the week we've, right here. We broke Susie. <laughs> yeah, we breaking. Broke Susie. I can't take all the credit. The 13 to nothing loss and the three game sweep at the hands of the Cardinals did most of that heavy lifting. I was just a final straw. It broke that, my uh, brain. It's yeah, totally broken. The final straw that broke your brain. Uh, not the camel's back, but Susie's brain. Look, Susie's brain is going to be thinking about uh, games at Coors Field. Rockies are home again. Weird. They left for three games. They're coming back. They've got two series. It's short. It's only five games. They're off on Monday, but they've got three against San Francisco before two on Tuesday and Wednesday, a quick night game and then a day game. Of course, we're live uh, like we are today 
on the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube for any of those post-game shows for day games. But Friday, scheduled starters. We're looking at Jose Urania versus Alex Wood. On Saturday, Ryan Feltner versus Alex Cobb. And on Sunday, Mr. Denver, Kyle Freeland against Jacob Junis. Mr. Denver, that's not bad. That's a, I mean, it's not that creative of a nickname, but uh, that, that sounds okay. Mr. Denver, hmm. I like it. Okay. Maybe Mr. Give, Pepsi? You're giving it like a five, five and a half, I'm thinking. You don't five, love it, but that's okay. <laughs> Could be Mr. Pepsi. I we'll like have Mr. to break Pepsi. that down and see if we're allowed to, to enter into that competition. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Google Kyle Freeland, Pepsi, and hey, maybe you might actually win something pretty neat. So uh, join in the likes of Britney Spears here. What do Britney Spears and Kyle Freeland have in common? Pepsi. Pepsi Cola. Pepsi Cola. You, you and you know you know who has a Pepsi tattoo? One of the most famous people. W uh, AEW superstar wrestler. CM Punk. So thanks for finishing. Why do we have to night. end the why do we have to end the show on that kind of note? Why do we have to do that? Why, you set why me up. do you have to you set me up for some pro wrestling? I in chatting, no, no way, I in no way set you up. I'm pretty sure you were like, oh, obviously, if we're talking about Pepsi, you know CM Punk's gonna come up. <laughs> Someone you've never heard of before. Oh, Patrick, you're killing me here. <laughs> yeah. Third time. Yeah, it is the third time this year. Todd again. Todd's kind of our uh, DraftKings sports book. Todd, do you want to join in. the pod? Low key. I'm low trying key, to replace Patrick because he keeps bringing up wrestling. <laughs> Look, uh, I'm I'm willing to stall for as long as possible to see if we get some more chats and Todd uh, joins his his wrestling allegiance. Uh, because he might he might be on my my side of of the world. Uh, but look, you can always be on the Rockies side of the world with all of our great coverage on Twitter at dnvr underscore Rockies at Patrick D Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter, and I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And look, like once again, we've got no momentum, but it doesn't matter because never fear, we'll be back again on Sunday because you know what they truly say about momentum: it's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you then. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.